Hello, my beloved friends. It's Libiera, your host of The Courage Within. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about the courage to heal. I know for me, it took a long time to have the courage to heal those really crazy past hurts of my life. And if you're anything like me, maybe you might have gone through um, some really scary challenges in your in your childhood or in, in your adulthood that you kind of were not wanting to think about. You were feeling like I'm the only one perhaps that might have experienced this. So you're feeling a little bit of shame and isolation. I know that I did about my own story until I started hearing other people opening up about their hurts. So I am actually so grateful and thankful for people who were courageous enough to share their hurts and their pain with me because it mattered. Um, me being able to step into healing was one of the most incredible things in my life. In this episode, I want to start off this podcast with my testimony and with the reason why I'm even able to stand before you and speak. Uh, and that is that Jesus got a hold of my shame. Jesus got a hold of my past. He got a hold of my pain and he gave me a new life. He gave me a new meaning to my pain. He gave me the ability to think of my pain as something that was going to build something inside of me and to help others and myself even more so that I could possibly imagine. God had to reframe what pain looked like in my past and in my present. God had to reframe what I I thought about myself in the midst of all this trauma. I grew up in a very volatile home. My parents did the best that they could with what they knew, but they grew up in very violent homes with lots of abuse, lots of addiction. So did their very best that they could. However, some things that I experienced in childhood were very abusive behaviors, very addictive. You know, my dad was an alcoholic my entire life. Um, my mom wasn't an alcoholic and then she became codependent to pills because she was in so she had had so much trauma in her life that she went to a therapist at that time and they gave her pills that she became codependent to. And then that began her addiction to pills. And I, I've had a plethora of things that have happened to me that have been really scary things that have really rattled with my identity and with my worth and with my um, capacity to be able to think clear. My brain was riddled with PTSD. I had social anxiety and depression. I couldn't come out of my house without feeling this absolute anxious, um, energy that almost stopped me in my tracks a lot of the times from even going outside of my house. And here I am, a different person before you. And I know that if God can change me, God can change you. I want to share my story so that I can hopefully give you hope that wherever you are at, whatever your story is, that it doesn't have to stay the same. Your past is something you can't change. But your future with God is something you can impact and something you can develop a character for that will guide you and give you hope for many years to come. I know for me, not having a vision of my future, not feeling hopefulness gave me a lot of depression because I thought, man, I can't change the past. I can't change myself. And I couldn't, I couldn't change myself, but I gave my faith and my belief in God and 
That was one of the scariest things I've ever done in my life. Giving over my skeptic mind and my atheist belief system to Jesus was literally one of the hardest things I had to do. I really had to be very courageous to step into faith because, man, I had been betrayed by my dad. I had been betrayed by my mom. I've been betrayed by every person that I knew, and I did not know how to trust anybody. I didn't even know how to trust myself. The cool part about Jesus is he doesn't need us to do anything. He needs our need. That's all he needs. So if you have need today, if there is need in your heart, if there's brokenness that you are ashamed of, I want you to understand that God isn't ashamed of you. He doesn't see you as a project to to take care of, or he doesn't see you as a, a victim. He sees you as a beloved son and daughter, and he sees you as someone that he chose to give his one and only son to come and live a perfect life for you and me and to take away all of the shame and condemnation that belonged to you and me, he bore it on the cross. The Bible says, in this world, you will have trouble, but take heart, in me is your peace, and I have overcome the world. This is out of John sixteen thirty three. God is saying, not only are you going to have trouble in this life, you are. There is no, there is no guarantee of an easy life at all. But Jesus is our peace. Jesus is our peace and God has overcome the world. So there's three aspects. Yes, this world is broken and hurtful and there's people that might betray you or have already betrayed you. Maybe you're walking around today with a lot of hurt and and you're thinking to yourself, I don't know, Livier, if I can come alongside with you and and really feel like I am going to be capable of healing. Um, And I want you to know that maybe you aren't. You might not be capable of healing yourself, but God is capable of healing you. Whatever work he began in you, he is going to be faithful to complete it. That's out of Philippians 1.6. God is a God of restoration, and that is his love language. His love language is to love us into a new being, to love us into a new action. I used to think that God wanted my obedience before he could have me. I I grew up in a Catholic house, and it was more of a cultural Catholic home than anything. Um, It was like, okay, somebody was born, let's go baptize them, okay? (laughs) Let's sprinkle a little water on them and say, hey, you're baptized. God is bigger than our time frame and a journey of faith. You know, who am I to judge your journey of faith when I took so long in mine? There is no judgment of where you're at. But for me, I grew up in a home that believed that God was going to smite you if you did bad things and that you had to um, you had to come to God good before he could love you. That is the message I received. Maybe that wasn't the message that was be- that was being given to me, but that's what I received in my heart and I was petrified of God like I legit thought like if God is really real I'm that's it he's like he's gonna get me he's gonna get me and that fear kept me from God and my skepticism and my in my you know I was jaded in my heart so I did not want to give myself over to a guy who said that he was perfect and yet I couldn't see 
I couldn't see God, right? So for me to choose Jesus, whew, it was an act of absolute faith and pain, to be truly honest with you. I felt pain to come to Christ because I knew that I would not be able to stay the same. Do you feel me? I knew that I had to come against all this hurt and pain that I had been distracting myself from with addiction, with pornography, with uh, shopping addictions, with cutting myself, with bulimia. So many self-deprecating things were coming out of me trying to distract from my hurt. So I was hurting myself to not hurt. To me, that seems so odd. And now that I look back on the little girl that I used to be and the way that I used to cope, oh my gosh, like I I feel so sad for her because now I'm like, baby girl, there's a different way. There's a different way you don't have to hurt yourself to stop feeling the shame that you feel, to stop feeling the the fear that you feel, the the feelings of abandonment and rejection that you feel, the the feelings of, will anybody actually really care about me if they truly knew who I am and what I've done and what has been done to me? Listen, my past hurt took so much courage for me to heal from because I had so much trauma happen to me. I was abused as a child sexually I was abused emotionally. Um, I was raped on my sixth birthday at my brother's wedding by a man that I still cannot put two and two together. I still do not have memories of that person. And it took me a really long time to come to the terms that I was raped at six years old, but I couldn't remember who it was. And I still can't. My hope with sharing my story with you isn't for you to... I hope that you're not triggered and I hope that you're not affected in it by in, in a negative way. That it would allow you to be present to your hurt and pain. I want you to know that there was a lot of hurt for me to say yes to healing too. And the healing, guess what? It was painful. Oh my gosh, I feel like a side ache right now because I feel all the pain of my past. And every time... The Lord gave me such a beautiful visual of himself being crucified for that hurt. That he was the bridge between what had happened to me and where I wanted to be. That he was the bridge of my sin and a holy God that I wanted to reach. That Jesus was the bridge to the new person that I desired to be. That I couldn't do or be myself for the longest time I tried everything in my life to try to sort myself out to heal myself to you know (laughs) I even believed in astrology at one point I believed in Taoism I I will tell you I believed it all I, I tried it all because I was searching high and low for something that would finally feel like home and when I gave my life to Jesus Not only did he heal the parts that I had been wanting to distract from, and it has been a process. I want you to know that. It has not all been in one day. It has not been magically. 
oftentimes healing comes through pain through us processing again that really painful moment that made us believe that we were unsafe that we were abandonable that we were not good enough that we were ridicule that you know that yes the ridicule was because we deserved it or or powerlessness that powerlessness of for me of being raped of not being able to have a say when someone took my innocence all of those things we don't want to feel them again so we distract from them but the healing comes through the pain through the pain of the suffering and understanding how much we went through and i will tell you this I would do it all over again. I would go through the pain of healing all over again to be the person that I am today. I feel so much freedom over my story. And yes, I'm getting choked up right now because I think this is a new level of intimacy for you and I because I haven't come on here and really tell my story. Um, I have shared parts, but not fully myself with you. And I feel a little nervous, right? So I think that there is a part of me that feels... I feel compassion toward myself. I, I'm not crying because I'm sad about my story. Sometimes I still do get sad. But in this moment, what I'm feeling is just absolute gratitude to God for knowing what I needed before I needed it. And he knew that I needed to be healed from so much. And he took his time and we're still working on it. I'm still very much a work in progress, but I'm okay with that. And you, my friend, You saying yes and being courageous to healing is going to not only transform your life, but the life of those around you. Healing inspires healing. And I hope that you take today and say, hey, God, show me the parts that maybe I've been dismissing. Show me the the hurts that perhaps I've been minimizing or, or hiding or thinking that... I need to get over that. Just get over it. You know, people just say that. Just get over it. It's like, okay, well, how? (laughs) You get over something by going through it. You write it out. You pray it out. You seek a counselor. You seek a therapist. You seek a really, really, really trusted, beloved friend that will be a vault to you. Or you seek journaling out what you're feeling. Healing is possible. Healing is possible and it takes courage, but it's possible. With God, all things are possible. And I believe that when you have the courage to heal, you are going to be in a frame of mind that you're going to be free to be all of you. The parts of you that have been afraid that maybe you are too flawed to dot, 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 those will go away because Jesus accepts you in your pain. He comes at you in your mess And he doesn't leave you like that, but he sure doesn't rub your nose in what you have done or what others have done to you. He is a kind father who understands your pain. And if you allow him, he will heal you and show you who you are in him. I'm going to say a prayer for you to close out this podcast. Thank you so much for listening today. I so appreciate you being here. I truly hope this This show encourages you to have the courage within, to do life in a way that is different. This culture says, forget about it. Don't feel. Be happy. Happy is not the goal. Happy is not the goal of this life. And if you're searching for happy, that's going to be a hard, hard, hard road because happiness is not the culmination of the human experience. 
we have all of the emotions that God has given us to navigate life. And it's a life that is well lived. And half of the time you're going to be feeling miserable. Half of the time you're going to be feeling great. We have feelings for a reason. I believe without a shadow of a doubt, if you give yourself the courage and the space to heal, to heal old wounds, to heal what things that have hurt you and things that people have done to betray you or harm you, if you sit in your pain, you are going to learn so much about yourself. And when you learn about yourself, there is less that we need from others. There is a, there is a freedom that comes with healing through the pain. And I really hope that you take the time to do that. Even when it hurts, understand that God is in your hurt. He will never push you to the point of no return. He will be your catch. In God, you can trust. I love you so much. I'm going to say a prayer for you. Dear Jesus, I thank you so much for today. I thank you for this episode of the courage to heal. God in heaven, I lift up my brother and my sister to you, God, and I ask that you would give them the courage to heal with you, God, that you would give them the assurance, Lord, that you're not going to leave them or forsake them, that you're going to be with them every step of the way, and that even though it might be scary to let you heal them and their wounds, God, that they would know that you are trustworthy and that you're going to do in them something that they never, ever, ever imagined. And that is to give them a complete, clean slate to start over again and to have new life. Jesus, you have come to give us life and life abundant. And we thank you for that. We praise you and we thank you. It's in your precious and holy name I pray, Jesus. Amen. Just as a little reminder, I do have my new book, The Butterfly Key, out on Amazon right now. I made two, three versions, actually, a paperback, a hardback, and an ebook copy. You can also think about buying the parent handbook that coincides with the book. It's a guide to help you and your teenager go through the book. Just in case you have a teenager or you know of a teen girl in your life, The Butterfly Key is a book I just released December 11th. It is a discovery book with Bible studies, activities, affirmations, and all of the wisdom I wish I had as a young girl. And it is an illustrated piece that has so many illustrations to help prove my point of why journaling and why seeking to have Jesus and yourself as your best friend is going to change your life forever. I hope you pick up a copy. All right, beloved friend, that is it for today's podcast. I hope that you enjoyed this and I hope that if you loved it, that you share it with someone that you care about. I'll talk to you next week. God willing. This has been a Libier podcast, a production of Libier.com. Some of the products and services mentioned are paid promotions. Any advice should be confirmed with a qualified professional on all matters. The opinions and ideas are for entertainment purposes only and belong to the Libier trademark. All rights reserved.